Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Hello, we are back with more movie reviews today. I'm still here with Kate. Hello. And we'll just get started. Uh, Do you want to start this week's episode? I will go first this time. Okay. For a film I highly dislike, I have watched it surprisingly often, about six times. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I have felt a need to revisit it every other year to make sure it's still as bad as I remembered. Okay. This movie is set in 1971. One of the little girls has an Alf doll, despite the fact that Alf premiered in 1986. Mr. Scorsese, why are you targeting Marvel movies as theme park rides when this egregious stuff exists? Oh my gosh, what is this? I should know this. It's never a good sign when you spend the first half of a film waiting for it to get good, only to slowly realize the train has already left the station. I should know this, and I don't know You're probably going to start getting at with these. What a ridiculously stupid movie. This is a horror movie about capitalism. You're probably going to get this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're going to get this one. Blinking. This person's probably British. Why are all horror movies in massive houses? I want to see a horror movie in a council house. Please hire me. Is it The Conjuring? Sure is. I love The Conjuring so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When the demonic activity rises, you think people aren't going to just sell their homes and move? People can't afford to sell their homes and move. Sell them to who? This is my last one. James Wan told the producers that he wanted to make a generic ghost movie with no interesting characters and a watered-down version of his trademark style, and they said, sounds like a hit, here's $20 million. That's so rude. It is. Uh, Do you want me to tell you one of my favorite parts of the country? Yes. Um, Ryan Gosling's notable band, Dead Man's Bones. Right. Their song is in the movie, and it's my favorite favorite that's awesome <clears throat> is it like part of the soundtrack or was it yeah. like in the movie okay well it's also in the movie in oh, the okay movie. Uh, yeah 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 because i remember i was watching it and i was like it's ryan gosling's band <laughs> so you knew about ryan gosling's band before you watched the movie <laughs> well i think it was like on a rewatch oh okay but i was okay. very excited about it i understand okay i enjoyed this i just want to be a hater <laughs> okay respect Satires are supposed to be funny, so no, this isn't a satire. It's just a stupid movie. Is this airplane? No. Okay. As soon as a penguin showed up as his power animal, something was fishy. (laughs) What? What? Did I watch this movie? You did watch this movie. Okay. Boo, this is why men scare me. If you aren't happy with your life, go to therapy. Don't start a cult. I hate this misogynistic movie, but he gets a star for how low-waisted Brad Pitt's pants are. <laughs> Fight Club? Yes. The Penguin? Where? Yeah. What? Because he undergoes, like, the, like, meditation or whatever, and he meets the Penguin. Oh, that's right! That's in, like, the first ten minutes! Yeah! <laughs> of course! Oh, my gosh! And that's... Marla's there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 okay. Um... Why do I see actual reviews, though? I thought we weren't supposed to talk about it. <laughs> uh, we get it. I haven't seen it, but assuming it's just fighting and white guys. <laughs> no, it's so much better than that. It's so much better. Also, side note, when people review things they haven't read or watched, that irks me to no end. I know. You should have at least tried a bit. I know. Everyone on Letterboxd spoiler tagging their Fight Club reviews is so funny, as if we all don't know what the deal is with Fight Club. Also, Dumbledore dies. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Meatloaf was in that movie. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know Meatloaf. I grew up with Meatloaf, so I Uh know Meatloaf. He was in your house? (laughs) No. (laughs) 
know. <laughs> I just remember I watched Michael Bunn and I'm like, oh, it's Meatloaf. Should have been just a two-minute YouTube video sketch. There's not really any emotional storyline or deep characterizations to connect to outside of the humor. While it tries to gain some heart slash sympathies for the characters later on, I think it's added too late in the narrative that I couldn't feel anything for a character who had effectively been constructed out of one-liner jokes and situational comedy. Weird when a movie is supposed to be a comedy, its actors seem to be achingly aware they're in a comedy. Jokes that the audience is clearly supposed to laugh at keep getting served every minute, and yet absolutely none of it is funny. What comedy is on there? I don't... The hype for the director on film Twitter is something I'll never understand. He always acts so smug about how funny and weird he is, even though his brand of comedy is as basic as it gets. All I'm thinking of is Quentin Tarantino. No. <laughs> and it's not him, because no. I didn't put any of his movies no. on there. Oh my gosh, I can't. None of these are actually... These should have been more specific, but I didn't get very specific. <laughs> Not even a light exhale through the nose on this one. Legitimately stone face emoji for 86 minutes. Is it like a Cinderella story? No. Do you want me to give you a hint? Yes. Vampires. Oh, is it what we do in the shadows? Yes, it is. The point is that it's run of the mill. I know. I know. I didn't put any reviews about vampires in this, so let me just finish reading this. Okay. Was hoping to be pleasantly surprised, but this was just one wince-inducingly lame, loathsome, Big Bang Theory tier bit oh after another. <laughs> but how do these people not love Peter? I don't know. Peter's the best, and he gets fried to a crisp because he just wants to eat a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to describe this movie is a 90-minute Office episode, which some will enjoy. That's fair. And then last one, felt like a too long SNL sketch. These people don't know good times. It's not for everybody. I love that movie so much. I still haven't seen it. You need to watch it now. I do. I love Peter. There's a Polaroid in it of Peter. He's like the ancient vampire. Yeah. I've seen gift sets and stuff. And he's just in balloons and it's the best. (laughs) I'll have to watch it. You're very, you sound very upset. Loathsome Shakespeare token wannabe, no grace, no tact, blah, yucky, awful. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute, let me think. Princess Bride? No. Okay. It doesn't give easy answers, but references the same thing. Like that friend who says, do you know what I mean? It's become so boring, too long for a brief moral lesson found on at Crossroad. However, the photography is wonderful. Oh, is this the Green Knight? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Never before have I seen a movie that's this sincere that straight up doesn't believe in its source material. Straight up soulless to a ghoulish extent. What? Can we circle back to Shakespeare, Tolkien, Wannabe? Because this is based on Sir Gowan and the Green Knight, which came about 400 years before Shakespeare and about a thousand years before Tolkien. What is happening? Uh, People are not happy. People don't like it. People don't like it. This movie is like my ex-girlfriend. Pretty to look at with nothing of real value under the surface. Recommendation? Watch it if you want to pretend like you liked it so you can look cool to the nerdiest people on the site. Ooh, you don't like Joel Edgerton? Come on, guys. It's brutal. Brutal. My knight in shining armor turned out to be a loser in aluminum foil. Oh, (laughs) poor Gowett. That's literally like the point, though. He's trying to be a knight. That's the point. 
No matter how many shots of the Highlands you throw at me, I still will not be fooled. Arthurian legend and storytelling is thrown to the swamps, leaving only a tepid compilation of visuals that refuses to breathe new significance into the tale. It's These like people a- have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I, wrote a, I wrote a paper on this movie. Okay? I wrote a paper on the differences between this movie and its original source material. I won't get into it, but there's stuff in there. I'm telling you. I believe you. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not, I'm like using you as proxy <laughs> for these people. Sorry. Are, are you done with that? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Some kid is going to watch this to help him do his English literature homework and it will make him drop out of school entirely. Is it Romeo plus Juliet? No. Ah. Uh-huh. No. I think the editor edited these scenes in the wrong order. Is it the Great Gatsby? Yes. Leo version? Leo version. Baz Luhrmann version? Yeah, speaking of, most of this movie is bouncing between agonizingly on the nose or what would happen if you gave an annoying theater kid an insane budget, (laughs) which I guess is basically what happened. Oh my. (laughs) Seems like a mummy of the original work. Simply another case of style over substance, except the style is so overbearing and ugly, it just about diminishes any and all the power of the source material. The visuals are ugly, the editing is dreadful, and someone should lock up the guy who decided the electro-style soundtrack suited the film. It's based in the 1920s I know. and it need to be updated. Well, I, what I didn't include was like the 10 million, oh, I love when Beyonce and Jay-Z were in the 1920s. Where it's like, oh, Lana Del Rey, I, I love with the... I love that soundtrack. That Listen, is rude. It's fun. The whole thing about that movie is that it's like, it's people like play acting like they're in the 1920s, which is like a theme of the book. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I do not believe that Baz Luhrmann knows how to read. <laughs> Here's my last one. The word great seems to do a lot of heavy lifting here. <laughs> I, I'll never understand. I have, I have nothing to say. Bad acting, nonsensical script, uneven pacing, hokey effects. Okay. That could be the, anything. Yeah. The future is actually longer and less interesting than the present. <laughs> I would say Blade Runner, but I didn't put that no. on my list. So PG in the 70s can sometimes mean R-rated for nudity. Okay. Truly dumb, the source material, as it plays here, is pretty thin, but it seems like a remake with better special effects and more adequately drawn characters could make it compelling. The one star goes to the bonker set design. Is this Logan's Run? Yes, it is. I gotta tell you guys something. I hate Logan's Run so much. I've seen it like three times. It's so boring. It looks so good, and the soundtrack is so good. But it's so boring, and the second half is out-of-this-world bonkers. Spoiler alert, they've been like 20 miles away from Washington, D.C. the entire time. They're living in this dome. Logan is not a good person. The girl he's with deserved better, um, etc., etc. So I'm I'm on the side of the Letterboxd reviewers. (laughs) I have a very strange relationship with it. Okay, I have two more reviews. Okay. The acting in this movie just straight up sucks. Yes. There is a weird sexualization of all female characters, Mm -hmm. and I just do not understand the main character's motivations for almost anything he does. The only good thing is that it is really cool use of retro-futurism aesthetic. Other than that, kind of garbage. 
Honestly, yeah. And don't even get me started about how the one black man in this movie is inside like a robot suit. Oh my gosh. It's like covered in mirrors. It's awesome. It's covered in mirrors and sometimes when he turns you can see the camera. <laughs> because it, like it's reflecting everything. It's reflecting. You can see like the cinematographer and everybody. Okay, I have one more. This was awful. So bad it's almost good. Never thought that a cheese shredder could be a villain. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's the aforementioned robot. He tries to freeze them so that they can use them for food ah. upstairs. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. It doesn't make sense. Okay. I was not impressed. I felt like I was watching a desperate professor try to make his lecture interesting by putting on a chicken costume and singing the chemical properties of molecules. <laughs> <laughs> oh my... At least seven times in this movie, two men who know each other well conceal their identities by wearing preposterously fake beards. Is this supposed to be a running joke? Is this the prestige? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Kept checking the time and felt like there was always 40 minutes left. Before the twist was revealed, I thought, no, they wouldn't make it that obvious. But alas, they did. Just two bros casually dedicating their entire lives to impressing each other. (laughs) I respect Christopher Nolan for trying to make magicians cool, but it just can't be done. It's based on a book. (laughs) I have three more one sentences. How could a film attempt to take itself seriously whilst also featuring David Bowie playing Nikola Tesla, who could also clone and teleport cats by electrocuting them? That's amazing. I respect it. I don't know what you want. And then all the top hats. It's great. The biggest illusion in The Prestige is the illusion that it's actually a good film. (laughs) Okay. If someone knows how to get 97 minutes of my life back, please let me know. Oh, 97 minutes. Um... Okay, go on. Matt, horror was weak. Comedy was weak. Acting was weak. Weren't any striking visuals other than the special effects and the gore, which were a tiny part of the film. I don't understand the hype. The gore? What am I talking... What? Okay. Another perfect example of how nostalgia can cloud even the greatest reviewer's vision. The fact that this film has a 3.8 rating on here is a sin. This is one of the most flat, boring, ridiculous films I've ever seen. Perhaps it was popular when it was released... Leave it in the past. Oh my goodness. I have no idea. The writing was a bit too misogynistic and bad for me. And there are definitely some unintentionally hilarious parts of this movie. Also, dogs made me allergic. What? Carnivorous lunar activities. Despite the incredible special effects this film has, and the transformation scene is phenomenal. This film is terrible in some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard slash seen in any movie. Is this like The Thing? No. Or is it like Alien? No. Okay. Just YouTube super cool werewolf transformation sequences and don't bother with the rest. Oh, is this an American werewolf in London? Yes. That, yeah, that, listen, that 97 minutes, that movie is tight. That movie gets to where it's trying to go. <laughs> it doesn't mess around. It's just doing its thing. I'm so sad they didn't put Werewolves of London in it, but it is what it is. Yeah. And that's all of the reviews I have. Oh, okay. I'm surprised it took me in that low. The gore. Yeah, I guess it is kind of. Yeah. I mean, he attacks people because yeah. he's a werewolf. Have you ever seen that movie? 
I've seen bits and pieces. The end is awesome because it's him like dead in an alley because they had to shoot him while he was a werewolf and his girlfriend's like hysterically crying and it cuts to his like dead body in the trash bags and it cuts to black and then Bad Moon Rise by Creedence Clearwater <laughs> Revival starts to play and the credits start to roll. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. This is my last one. The opening credits are unintentionally hilarious. Unfortunately, the movie begins after that. Is this Agatha and the Curse of Ishmael? Listen. I looked. I, I promise. Oh, you looked. I looked. There just weren't enough like good ones with like meat. There weren't any like suspect yeah, good understand. ones. Or they all had like swears in them. Or they were all like too specific. I think a lot of them were probably like, I only watched this movie because of the shirtless guy digging a grave. <laughs> Which I think is one of the first things you told me about. It's the most stupid scene yeah. ever. Yeah. Because he's in the grave. Uh-huh. Shirtless, digging the grave. Yeah. Because the lady, Catherine Woolley, this is all based on, like, real people, and it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Her pet monkey gets killed. So he's digging a grave for the monkey. And then Agatha comes walking in, and he's like, oh, I should put on my shirt. And then he's like, wait, no. And then rips his shirt back off. And it's the funniest, <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And there's just, like, a dog sitting there. It's Hon- great. Honorable mention for Agatha and the Curse of Ishtar. Girl, I would have done it if I could. I know. Agatha, I would have done it for you. Okay, let me continue this one that is not Agatha and <laughs> the Curse of Ishtar. I'm sorry. It could have been, though, because like, it opens and it's like, Agatha Christie, after divorce, meets her second husband mm-hmm. on the archaeological dig. And then the movie starts. Yeah. And it's the complete, it's just fanfic totally, of totally real people. To probably, oh, man. You can barely understand what they're saying, but that's okay, because all the exposition is either through subtitles or the news. That is lazy writing, and the exact reason why keeping the same dialogue does not work. Is this Romeo plus Juliet? Yes. I love this movie. It's honestly, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's good. I have nothing against it. It's very true to the source, too. Yeah, exactly. People had problems with that. I know they do. Excluding 1993 Super Mario Brothers, (laughs) this is the worst (laughs) film seen in my entire life of living i remember being a child yeah. and watching the 1993 super mario brothers oh boy like Do multiple the mario. times oh boy um uh no sorry but no at least it's still better than twilight mainly due to the mean characters dying and stuff Oh my. Somewhere in England, Shakespeare is turning in his grave. Somewhere in England, Shakespeare is having the best time of his life with that mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this one actually makes me legitimately angry. Why would they say stuff like, hand me my sword, when they have guns? Baz has no problem making slight changes like turning cousin to cuz, but he doesn't want to change swords to gun or glock. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. Cuz is in the text. <laughs> Cuz is in the original text of the play. Shakespeare shortened it. it. Boz Lerman did not do this. Shakespeare did it himself. Uh, I have two more. I would actually rather watch the Romeo and Juliet play in Hot Fuzz rather than this. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? No. You must rectify that as soon as possible. This one might be my favorite because it's just so simple. So straight to the point. This was the only sentence in this person's review. Perhaps we treated Nomeo and Juliet too harshly. (laughs) Okay, that's it. Why did all these A-listers agree to be in this movie? I'm crying. Oh my god. (laughs) Is this Glass Onion? No. Okay. 
I suppose to some extent this film borders on being so bad it's good, but for me, I just found it to be a car crash I couldn't look away from. The CGI is awful, and the plot could have been a funny concept, but perhaps it's so unlikable is because it aged poorly. Not my cup of tea, but could very well be yours. Spike is three. No. (laughs) (laughs) Spike is one scares me so much to this day. Is it the thumb people? No, it's when they touch the people and they like transform into the freaky... Like, uh, the freaky heads. Yeah. And it turns out they're, like, saying, help me backwards. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Some days I miss zany Hollywood films where a simple idea was given a mid-sized budget and told to go crazy. Many excellent films spawn from an elevator pitch and a $60 million check. This film ain't one of them. Um, is this, like, Hail Caesar or something? Mm-mm. Okay. Never meet your heroes and never watch a movie you loved as a child. Oof. Okay, I have no idea what this could be. So dumb and terrible, I was only forced to watch this because one of my sisters happens to love this goofy film. Invasion of Alien films are a bit overly done, but this was so over the top, though. This is Mars Attacks. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. This movie was a fever dream. Crazy stacked cast. Yeah. But everything just was truly one of the movies of all time. And we'll never get that 106 minutes back. Why I watched the whole thing, I couldn't tell you. Tim Burton has a very strange mind. Mars Attacks is awesome because it's not like a good movie, air quotes, but you get to see like Michael J. Fox is there and I think like Glenn Close is there and like a bunch of other people are there and you get to watch them all like get picked off one by one and they're all like caricatures and they're just having so much fun. And the end is ridiculous um, it's it's and it was based on like a trading card game. Did you know that? I think I did. Yeah, they were like, let's make a movie out of Mars Attacks, and they were like, okay. All right. Well, that's all I have. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was fun. That, was fun. that made me angry. It made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me yeah. feel extreme rage at people <laughs> who don't understand the movies that I understand. Yeah, um, that's just. How it goes. That's a human experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have an aura of uh, nerd emojis around my head right now. Because I'm just like, um, actually, you just didn't get it. <laughs> but that's um, how I feel. I feel like you just highlighted that I enjoy movies that are kind of terrible. I enjoy boring movies with a lot of white men in them, I guess. I just enjoy movies that, like, nothing happens. Yeah. So do I. I mean, she doesn't want a space odyssey. Jaws. Jaws, a lot happens in Jaws. Yeah. Um, Star Trek, the motion picture with its hour and a mm-hmm. half long <laughs> alien <laughs> spaceship flyby. With this, I struggled because I had to go like with a lot of generic movies mm-hmm. because the movies I vividly remember as a teen from walking into Blockbuster and just finding the worst movie imaginable don't exist on Letterboxd mm-hmm. and no one remembers them at all. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. It was an adventure in me, choosing movies. Yes. I had to go to my friends and be like, what movies do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you picked some good ones. I was yeah. able to pick, like, ones, and I'm sorry yeah. I could do Agatha. It's fine. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. It's nothing personal. It's just people, again, like... Because no was, one watched no it. No one watched it. Well, thank you for listening, and thank you for agreeing to do this again. Of course. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or anything at all, please email me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000.